Hello friends, this is Michelle. And I'm Alyssa. Welcome to Ill Natured. excited you're here today. Alyssa has a tale for us. Yeah, I am uh, I'm excited to tell you about this. Um, I've never heard of just oh, it's a horrible case. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell y'all it's a child. But what this yeah. happened happened afterwards, I think really has done some good. So good. So one of those cases that made some changes that yes affect us all <clears throat> today. Or so hopefully don't affect us all today. But right. Yeah. Um. But like I said, I wanted to talk about a little girl whose kidnapping and murder created something huge that is still very prevalent and helpful. And um, I didn't know it was a child. Elizabeth gave me no warning. No, I just asked you if you knew who it was, mm-hmm. and you said no. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm going to tell you the story of Amber Hagerman. Um, and if you don't know her name, like right now, um, like I was telling Michelle, just wait until the end, and it's gonna click. Um, because what's associated with her? Oh, don't, I uh, don't, no, I don't. If you think you it know, click. no. If you think you know, don't say anything. Don't say anything. I'm not gonna say. Because I, it's like a. Um, what? Like, that's what I want everyone, I want y'all to do. The suspense. Yes, I can re, I can reenact it. Like, I just. Okay. (laughs) I hope you're wrong. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, so, 100% of people know something about this case, whether you know it or not. Um, so, but I don't think a lot of people know, like, the entire story start to finish, or kind of, like... No, because you, you think about, like, the sex offender registry. I would have had no idea what case prompted that. Right. Like, a lot of times we don't. You just know what's going on in today's time. That's so, right. something I didn't actually realize until I started doing more research was this case is still unsolved. What? Yeah, after 26 years, they have wow. still not found Amber's killer. No way. Yeah. That sucks. But they can. Look, Brittany Drexel. Look at, who, who else was it we just did? It was the Jacob Wetterling. The Lion Sisters? It was the 40 Lion years. Sisters. Jacob Wetterling was like 27, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think I read somewhere they were possibly um, going to do maybe try and find some DNA evidence or something, but there just really wasn't much. So we're mm. hoping to spark it and bring up public yeah. witnesses. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that later right. on. So awesome. Donna Witz, Whitson and Richard Hagerman married when Donna was only 19 years old. And Richard was 36. Before getting married, Donna had an illness as a teen that paralyzed her from the waist down. Luckily, she was able to recover, but doctors told her that she would never be able to have children. Well, as we know, doctors don't know everything because 1986, she found out she was pregnant. And Amber Renee Hagerman was born on November 25th, 
1986 in Arlington, Texas. Shortly after, in 1991, Ricky, or as they called him, Bubba, was born. That is the little brother. And up until 1996, Amber was living an ordinary life with her parents and her little brother, Ricky. She loved playing with Barbies and playing with Bubba. Amber was a brownie girl scout, an honor roll oh, student. She <laughs> sounds like me. I was a brownie. I love Barbies. Yeah, and she she was just an all-around good kid. You know, nothing nothing has ever stood out. You know, she, she was just a normal kid. Sadly, before her disappearance, though, her parents, Richard and Donna, were actually separating, and Donna was having a tough time financially. And, um... At the time, there was actually a local station that was affiliated with ABC that was doing a series on the Hagerman family. And it was kind of just like, yeah, I didn't know they did this kind of stuff. But it was all about Donna basically came from not much to struggling as she was working and going to school to provide for her family. So kind of like just recognizing her maybe. Huh. Interesting. So I could see that on like Oprah. But maybe they had a little segment, you know, where they... All right, Donna, you go, girl. Yeah, so. Recognizing the struggle to. Of single mom with children. Yes, yes. Hats off to you single mothers with children. Oh, yeah. Uh, Because you all are superstars. Yeah, I mean, we're struggling with men over here. Okay. I can. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Y'all are amazing. Mm -hmm. If anybody ever needs any help, y'all hit me up. Because I can't, I, y'all are amazing. I don't believe I could do it. I, see, I, you say that, but once you put in the you position, have to. you know you would. Yeah. And you would do a great job. But, woo. Oh, and it'd be tough. Sometimes I feel like a single mother. Even that, my husband oh, right oh, no. I had literally said the same thing all the time. Like, the other day is yesterday. I, like, cleaned the entire kitchen. We cleaned out the shed in the backyard and... And we were, I was just doing all this cleaning and organizing and all uh-huh. kinds of crap. Still had to feed the baby. Still had to get her down. Yeah. And, you know, you're doing all this stuff. And he's, yeah. he's just hanging out. And Yeah. They can't help it. No, they're just not made like us. Women can just do it. Mm-hmm. Y'all hope you didn't get rid of my door. No, we hadn't went through that part yet. We just got rid of a bunch of trash. Uh-huh. Listen. But, yeah. Man, you know, we, we love you, and uh, but but we could do it without you if we had to. <laughs> yeah. Remember that. So, and you couldn't do it without us. Remember <laughs> no, that. No, please. I'll try to do drills sometimes. Or if I'm ever sick, not too long ago, I was sick and, like, couldn't do my nightly duties. And my husband's running around the house so irritated. <laughs> you like, had a bad mood. When you get to sit down, it's like, uh-uh, I, I don't. Like I don't, I don't get to sit down and watch TV for two hours. No, it's when I go night. to bed and close my eyes. Okay, I'm racing to get in bed. Well, not anymore, but I was. Yeah, I feel it. Sorry. Okay. Anyways, back to, yeah, back to your regularly scheduled for real, program. Single, mother, single mothers, snaps. To you all. So, a crime rate for Arlington, Texas during this time wasn't anything to be worried about. So, when Donna told Amber and Ricky that they could go ride around their bikes around the block on January 13th, 1996, mm. she wasn't really worried anything could happen to them. Mm. She had told them, I think they were at the grandmother's house, um, 
visiting and this was the like first kind of warm day of the year this was in january but it was the first warm day of the year and yeah, amber was just really excited yeah. yeah they were just really excited to go out on their own without like any adults yeah and this was about 3 three ten p.m around there they were only a few blocks away from their grandmother's house riding around in an abandoned Win dixie parking lot but they were only supposed to be riding around the block, and this was a, you know, a little bit away. It was out yeah. of the range they were supposed to be in. Um, so, but Amber just kept wanting to go further. She wanted to go to this parking lot. Uh, I mean, it's not that much further, you know, right. whatever. They're kids. So, after a few minutes, Ricky said that he thought they had gone too far, and he was just going to go head back to the house. Oh, just going to dip out and leave us since? Yeah. Mm, Ricky. Well, after Ricky left, Amber was abducted off her bike. No. When Ricky returned home at about 3.18 p.m., so this is eight minutes. Mm. Of course, everyone was asking where Amber was, and he told them that they had been at the Winn-Dixie parking lot, but he felt they were too far, so he came back home, but Amber wanted to stay. My heart hurts for Ricky. Can you imagine the guilt? I know. Um... So, after hearing this, the grandfather gets in his truck and drives to the parking lot to go get Amber. Like, right. she's not supposed to be out there by herself. But, let's flash back in between um, Ricky's ride home and before the grandfather gets to the parking lot. 78-year-old Jimmy Kevill was out in his backyard when he heard a little girl scream. He had seen her riding her bike alone in the parking lot, and the next thing he knows, he sees a man lifting her off her bike and throwing her in his truck. Ooh. Like, he just pulled in the parking lot. He'd been watching her, probably. Yeah, goes up, grabs her up under the arms, and puts her in the truck. Bike is found in the parking lot. Uh, luckily, Kevil was a former sheriff's deputy, so he acted pretty fast. Um, he called police immediately and told them there was a man in his late 20s or early 30s was driving around in a black short bed pickup when he stopped and snatched a little girl off her bike. He said the man was either white or Hispanic and had dark hair. Kevil also told police that she was kicking and screaming. So, this was not anybody she knew. No. Unfortunately, he didn't get anything on the license plate. But if he hadn't just so happened to be out his yard, we wouldn't know a thing. He was right. the only person that spoke to police. She would have just vanished into thin air. And, like, at least we have something. And not. It's crazy you have a vehicle description and a, a human description, and they didn't catch this mother. But, like, he... Okay, so the fella is is elderly, so his eyesight's probably not, you know, oh. super sharp. He was 78. And he was in his backyard, so he was, uh, you know... Uh, it's not like he had a... He wasn't standing up on the guy, you know? Right. Did he know the exact model of the vehicle? I don't think it, it said. Because, you know... One of the cases I've done recently, it was like it could have been a Xterra or it could have yeah, been, and yeah. then it gave a totally different description. It's like, okay, well, it's not real reliable. No. But by the time the grandfather had shown up to the Winn-Dixie parking lot, the police were already there, and the only thing he saw was Amber's pink bike, and there was no other sign of Amber. 
So, the police were there quick, but unfortunately it didn't really make a difference. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they were so close to the suspect, though. There weren't any more, like, they couldn't have been any more than, like, five minutes behind him. Like, they were five minutes too late. (sighs) That makes me hurt. Makes my heart hurt. Along with the police, the community acted fast as well. They had missing posters up in town very soon after she had went missing, and they were tying pastel pink ribbons to trees. Even though her parents were separated, Richard, her father, was very much active in the searches as well. And I also read that he had reached out to Mark Class, the father of Polly Class, Mm -hmm. because he was a non-child advocate at the time. Yeah. Within the next few days, police got a ton of tips, but none really worked out, and most of them were just hearsay or nothing concrete. Police did hear that there were a few people in a laundromat that was in the same parking lot, but none of these witnesses came forward, and it's believed to be because they were undocumented immigrants. So, Mm. police do want to put it on the record that if you saw anything despite your legal status to come forward they will not try to deport you or arrest you or anything they just want answers and to put this guy behind bars That's so sad so i just kind of wanted to insert that really fast yeah. um Another scary fact was this parking lot was near two main roads that intersected, Mm. which is why Donna didn't want them riding that far in the first place. Um, Her abductor threw her in that truck and could have been going in any direction on a four-lane interstate. Like, it was a busy road. Um, And it was established this was a crime of opportunity because he could use the position of this parking lot to escape route advantage. That's January 17th, sadly, Amber Hagerman's body was found in a creek behind an apartment complex. And it was, yes, it was only Ugh. three miles away from where Stop she had been it. abducted. So he was. Well, I'll get to that in just a moment. Um, she was found by a man walking his dog around midnight. Do not ask me why he was walking his dog so late. Yeah, because when I read it, I was like, okay, that's the wrong time. But, like, I found in a couple different sources that he was walking his dog, like, super late. I don't know what was up with that. Maybe he was trying to get the dog to sleep. Because, mine, you got to run the energy out of her. Well, I know it was dark because he was using a flashlight, so. You're holding a flashlight in the dog? Okay, whatever. Sorry. Strange. Tell me. Um, also, really quick side note. I only saw this in one source, so I don't know how true this is. But I did want to say that this guy was also somebody that had found another body a year earlier. Excuse me? Yeah. But police cleared him of all suspicion. Hmm. And I don't not- think I even... I would not want to be the person that, like, finds bodies in my area. Yeah, I stumbled across two cool. within a year. Uh-uh. That's weird. Poor guy. That's going to be heavy. That's some. And a kid? Yikes. Yeah, that's bro- Especially because I'm about to tell you how she was found, and it's not very good. Oh, I don't think I want to hear. <laughs> well, I am going to give you a trigger warning because um, she was found pretty gruesomely um and it just i just how old was this baby 11 
Randy Lockhart, who was at the scene, said, quote, Amber was totally nude except for a sock on her left foot. We rolled her over and I caught her head in my hands. Several lacerations to her throat. A knife or screwdriver had been used to rip her throat out. End quote. There was no physical evidence at all. And this was north of Highway 360. That makes me want to cry. Well, this is not going to get any better for the next um, few seconds. Alright, get it up with the M.E. thought she had been held for a couple of days before she was killed and sexually assaulted. And then the other two days that she had been missing, she was actually dead. It was never stated whether she had been placed in this creek or if she had drifted downstream because it had rained so heavily the day before. But she was held alive for two whole oh days. Oh my gosh. You know that makes her family. That's just like somebody twisted the knife. Yeah. Oh, just God. making it a lot worse. Exactly. Oh, man. Um, we do know she was stabbed multiple times. Her throat was slashed almost to decapitation, and she had been sexually assaulted. Stabbed, too? Like, what yeah. the hell? What I mean, vi- vi- so violent towards an 11-year-old child and a baby. It hurts me. It really hurts me. I want to cry. Yeah, that. Mm. And this sicko has not been called. No. God. That that like that makes it even worse. So this is yeah, why we're telling the story. That's right. In an interview, her mother actually says, "Quote: They also told me I couldn't pick her up and hold her because if I did, her little head would fall off. <laughs> so all I was able to do was hold her little hands and touch her little face and kiss her on her lips." And tell her everything was going to be okay because mommy found you. End quote. Oh, Oh my gosh. They had to tell that child's mother that she couldn't hold her because her head. That's horrible. At least she got to see her, I guess. Oh, man. I just can't imagine what her mother had to go through. I think. (laughs) I just. That's just so wow. Like, what disgusting human being could do this to this baby? Was she 9 or was she 11? Why don't I just put 9 right here? What year was she born? Oh, nine, she was born in 86. Yeah. And she, it was 94? 96. 96. It was before birthday, so she was 9, actually. Oh. She wasn't 11. Excuse me. Excuse me. I was wrong. She was 9 years old. Horrible. A month after Amber's abduction, Donna went to her elementary school for the dedication of a playground in her daughter's memory. Mm -hmm. And for the students who didn't understand why they lost a friend so soon. Donna immediately looked at Amber's desk and saw the, quote, Amber Museum that was decorated by the children of her class. The children noticed how sad she was, so they took turns telling her nice things about Amber to try and comfort her. They all said things like, I always wanted to play with her. She was so nice. I liked her a lot, and she was really pretty. Then the kids started asking her questions, and one little boy wanted to know when she left on her bike. 
Donna replied, telling him it was 310. Quote, it just took eight minutes, so you guys stay close to home, okay? End quote. <laughs> oh. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's horrible. Over the years, six people had confessed, but two people were in prison at the time, and the others were eventually cleared. So That's it was like fake, disgusting. yeah, fake confessions. Oh, gosh, let's um, murder these people. And yeah, and it took time away from the yeah. real investigation. Yep. Like, oh, people suck. Were they? Yeah, there was. Mm. I read in an article on. Clee Burnett Times Review that Donna had a boyfriend at the time, but police looked that they that police looked at, yeah. but they did clear him as well. Mm-hmm. And it was also said there was between like three thousand to like eight thousand leads, but nothing ever came out of any of them. No forensic evidence was ever found, but that didn't stop police from working hard to try and catch her killer. Detective Gildan said to People's Magazine for an article that, quote, I do believe there's definitely someone out there who has answers that we're looking for and can help us lead in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So that's why we continue to work on it. Our goal has always remained the same, and that's to catch who did this and be able to prosecute them, end quote. He also said that Amber's case has never been cold because they haven't gone a full 180 days before getting another lead to check out. Really? Like, yeah, quote, or tips come in, like, all the time. Wow. The family mm. suffered so much throughout this entire ordeal, though. Her brother, Ricky, is said to have survivor's guilt. Yeah. I mean, if I was him, I'd be like, oh, what? I mean, I should have stayed. I should have stayed. But, like, you, but you can't. You never know. Well, you don't. And it's not going to stop you from. Yeah. The, it's not going to stop from having those thoughts. And, yeah, and on the 20th anniversary, instead of doing a vigil, a vigil, a vigil, a vigil, a vigil, a vigil, Donna wrote a letter to the killer of her daughter and left it at a locked P.O. box that the killer of her daughter could go and pick the letter up to read. But it was never revealed if um, the killer actually went and got it or like what she necessarily wrote to the killer. Right. Um. And near the 20th anniversary, there was an ABC 10 article done, and they had spoken with Donna, and she took the podium after police begged for information related to Amber's case. She was quoted as saying, quote, remember the sacrifice she had to endure, and her killer is still out there, end quote. Then she asked a question directly to Amber's murderer, quote, how could you look in my little girl's tearful eyes and do what you did to her, end quote. Mm. Nine years old. You know what I would have wrote in the letter? <clears throat> I hate I'd you. Be burning die, hell. die, 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 die. I would have filled the whole page. Maybe, yeah. Piece of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally a sucky human being. So. Yep. Um. Now, if you haven't gathered what I'm saying here, now is the time that's going to be like, Oh, that's uh-huh. this case. Uh-huh. So, now I saw... Now, in my research, I did see two different time frames of this idea actually being thought of. Some articles say a couple weeks after Amber's disappearance, and other sources say a couple days, couple months. It's just different times. Yep. But it's always... 
um, Diana Simone, who was watching the news on Amber's disappearance when she reached out to a local radio station posing a question. If we can send out nationwide weather alerts for tornadoes and other disasters, why can't we for missing children? Yep. Her only reasoning was she had been following this case, and as a mother, she couldn't understand how, in such a busy place, the only eyewitness was Jim Kevill. Right. A random truck parked in an abandoned parking lot always catches your eye, so there must be more people who saw this, even if they didn't realize what they were yeah. seeing at the time. Yep. Simone's idea was called Amber's Plan, would actually catch on and become a huge tool that is used in missing children's cases today. This system would be renamed the Amber Alert. Nice. America's Missing Broadcast Emergency Response. Well, thank God that, you know, this precious baby didn't die in vain, and hopefully this has saved many more lives. Well, I'm about to tell you, according to the Amber mm. Alert website, the alert has actually helped rescue over a thousand children since its launch That's in awesome. 1996. That is great. Now, I wanted to tell you a little bit more about the Amber Alert, because if you're like me, you only really know that Amber Alerts come up on your phone when there's a missing child, but what actually qualifies a missing child eligible for oh, the Amber good. Alert? Yeah. How does it work, and should I pay attention to everyone that comes on my phone? And it is nationwide. Yes, nationwide. Okay. I just wondered, I don't know why... I don't know, because you always, I, I guess I I guess I don't pay attention to where they're from. No, because I pay attention when they're in Georgia. Well, and I think the ones that come on our phones are, are like locally, yeah. but I think the Amber Alert, like, goes, like, through police stations uh -huh. nation, nationwide and possibly, like, on TVs. Yeah. Um, okay. If they're bigger, okay. I think, um, because you're right, like, I don't see when there's a missing child, like... From Oregon, like I don't get that right. admit, like Amber Alert, but yeah, yeah, I think they go to like police nationwide. I would hope. Yeah. Um, criteria: A missing child has to meet for an Amber Alert is number one, mm -hmm. law enforcement must confirm that an abduction has taken place. Like it just can't be like the child like ran away. That's right. Which I feel like they should still. I think they, you know, anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, it has to be an abduction then number two why are you looking at me? well i'm just thinking like, i think I local police stations put out runaways but like the amber alert system is strictly for there abducted a, children there was a little boy i think it was in albany he was autistic he had some issues and he went missing and or disappeared from his house and i'm pretty sure unless i'm getting my wires crossed here that his body was found in like a pond or something but you just feel like if we had all known you know i don't know if we had gotten an alert on our phone i'll try to look it up um gosh time goes by so fast this has probably been you were probably like six yeah <laughs> But you know what I mean for stuff like that. Like, if I had seen it on my phone and been in the area, I would have did a loop, you know, yeah. to see if I could find him. Well, number two is the child is at risk of a serious injury or death. Number three, there is sufficient descriptive information of the child, the captor, or the captor's vehicle to issue an Amber Alert. Okay. So they can't just say... Like, you have to have some kind of information. Yeah. Like, I, there's a kid missing. 
What does it look like? I don't know. That's it. Who took right, them? Right, right. I don't know. What were they driving? I don't know. Like, you can't get... I mean, obviously, how are you going to know anything? That's right. Number four, the child must be 17 years or, years or older. I mean, younger, excuse me. Um, of course, 18-year-olds are considered adults, and Amber Alerts are not for adults. And number five, it is recommended that immediate entry of the Amber Alert data be entered into the FBI's Nation Crime Information Center. Text information describing the circumstances surrounding the abduction of the child should be entered and the case flagged as a child abduction. So it goes not only nationwide, but into um, the FBI's database as well. Mm-hmm. You look like you got something oh, for I, us. Well, I found it. This was in 2017, summer of 2017. Oh, so I was a senior. I just graduated uh, high school. He was an 11-year-old boy with autism. Was He ended up, his body was found in a pond near his house. I remember seeing the things. He wandered away from his home 8.30 a.m. Tuesday, and his body was just found, was found just after 7 a.m. on Wednesday. Mm. So sad. They had helicopters in the search. That was just anyway. Foul that play, was kind of a, huh? What? Foul play? No. Mm -hmm. That he was just gone. I mean, you know, I just feel like you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but it was all over Facebook and stuff, I guess. In the news. Yeah, no, I guess Amber Alert was just news. specifically for, for abducted children. Yeah. Yep. Once law enforcement establishes that a child has in fact been abducted, police notify broadcasters and state transportation officials. As you know, Amber Alerts interrupt any regularly scheduled programs and are sent out on radios, TVs, phones, and on highway signs. Yeah. Donna said that the alert system is bittersweet after her daughter. In a 2016 interview, she wondered, quote, There's another part of me that wonders what would have happened if we would have had the alert when Amber went missing. Could it have helped bring her back to me? End quote. The website says that Amber Alerts also serve as deterrence. Deterrence? Deterrence. <laughs> deterrence. Deterrence. Um... To those who prey upon our children, Amber Alert cases have shown that some perpetrators released the abducted child after hearing the Amber Alert. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Because they know they're going to get caught. Yeah. And so they at least put the child off on the side of the road or in a grocery store so then they can get away. When I see them, they have like license plate, vehicle description, oh, yeah, license like plate. They, yeah, that is great. Because they're scared of getting caught. Yep. So, if you are still asking yourself whether or not you should pay attention to every single Amber Alert, even if you're sleeping or watching something really good or la 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 la, yeah, yes, pay attention. It literally will take you 30 seconds out of your day that you could use to help save a child's life. Yep. Amber Alerts are there to make you aware of some of the most serious child abduction cases when police believe a child's life is, in fact, in danger. Yeah. Now, I don't know if y'all remember, um, I think it was this year when there was two kids missing. And um, I think they were missing from Kentucky or Tennessee or something. Yes, that's vaguely familiar. And brother then, and sister? Yes. This is a brother and a sister? a West Coast case I'm thinking about. No, well, he went to California. Okay, that's the one I'm thinking about. Well, a mother had seen the vehicle description and the descriptions of the children and the man and called them in. And that's how they found the kids. That's awesome. So, I just want to put that out there. Like, the public, this is used for the public, 
Um, this is huge, guys. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, like, pay attention. Because you could literally be walking past a child and you not even realize that it's, like, an abducted child. I'm always looking. I'm on high alert everywhere I go. Me too. High alert. Me too. Um, but that is pretty much it for the Amber Hagerman case and the Amber Alert that was created in her honor. I know at one point there was a $10,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of the person who had kidnapped and murdered her. If you were in the area, have any family members that were in the area heard of anything happening in this area at this time... Please, please call Arlington, Texas Police at 817-575-8823 for those who wish to remain anonymous because you can remain anonymous, which means if you happen to be undocumented and you're scared of being yep. something happening to you, call in anonymously yep. um, and they can't track you down, but you can also help put help. this guy yes. behind bars. Um, you would want to call Crime Stoppers of Tarrant. Sorry if I mispronounced that That's county's right. name. At 817-469-TIPS. That is 817-469-8477. Nice. Let's put this dude behind bars, please and thank you. Right. This wasn't that long ago. Like, he's... All the people that were still alive. A and all the people that were in that area were hopefully still alive as well. Yep. That's right. And so we need him off the earth. (laughs) Yeah. Like put he needs to be he needs to pay for what he did to this child. And I just pray that he hasn't continued to do it. Exactly. To other children. But, well, thank you. That was really good. I had no idea. I know. How the Amber Alert came about. Well, let me give you my sources and we can Do just it. chat a little bit about it. Do Some it. intellectual intellectual. Excuse me? Intellectual <laughs> conversations. Um, are, are my, excuse me, my sources are the People's Magazine article by Christine Pelesi. Wait, P- Pelesi? People's, People's Magazine, they be doing it with the articles. I oh, really yeah. enjoy. Like, I've they do interviews and I like, yeah, yeah, I like hearing from like the people that affected it. Yeah. yeah. All right, sorry. Um, the OJP.gov site, the org site. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I've been really obsessed with all that's interesting lately. I don't know if I've come across that one. That's a good one. Um, Anecdotes article by Hadar Gerlitz. Sorry if I butchered that name as well. The News Nation Now website. OK Bliss article. The ABC 10 article I was talking about. The Dallas News article. And the Clee Burnett Times Review by Matt Smith. That's an easy name. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thanks, Matt Smith. So, that were all my sources, and that is the case of nine-year-old Amber Hagerman and how we have the Amber Alert today. And that was in Arlington, Texas. Arlington, Texas in 1996. 96. Isn't that the year the Braves won the World Series? 1995 was when they won. No, 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 no. Yes, we were in yes, Atlanta. Yes. It was 1995. Whenever they won, we weren't weren't. And they went back to the World Series, I think, in 1999. That sounds right. 
Yeah, yeah. Chop on, baby. I just love the Braves. I mean, I, I love don't. me some Braves. I don't watch games now, but the Braves were the bee's knees. Well, you, does Will watch we anything? We to a game. We, to the Braves game? Yeah. Oh, I'm down. I'm down. Let's do it. Will hates it because it's crowded and everything, but I went, we went every oh, season you? when I was little. Like, we were, we went we'll to have the to go. Game. Do y'all watch football? We, that? we don't watch nothing. No. We'll I have to go out on the boat and listen to the games. You'll get real yeah. entertainment from me and McKay, especially if, like, George is playing Alabama. Right. Because uh, oh, Alabama. Roll Tide. Yeah. I'm not Don't really a fan, but if I had to be a fan, I would probably be Georgia because, I mean, I live here, you know. It's not a good enough excuse. Um, I've been to a game at Georgia when, when Georgia Southern played Georgia. They have a really game. cute mascot. That's about all that's going for them. At the dog. I was like, hey. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I um I don't know. And I'm they just... won the national championship this year. That's literally it. First time in forty something. That's years. awesome. Yay. Good for y'all because the next the, the, the round that watched it this time is probably gonna be dead the next time Georgia wins one, so Ooh. I can't even you'll watch with you because I don't and really you'll can. watch Alabama win about forty five thousand more times. Yeah. The end. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, mm-hmm. let's get off the ESPN with Alyssa Rant. <laughs> but we will go to a Braves game. We have to. Yeah. But when it's cooler. I'm not trying to sweat it out right now. My first Braves game, I probably, I was like, it's just nasty. I was about to really tell you something gross, but I'm not going to. It's just like sweat. It's just gross. We were like blistering in the sun. Yeah. My aunt had taken some like medicine that. that she was supposed to stay out of the sun with and she literally sunburned. She like scorched herself. Yeah. It was real oh, fun. So. Oh. Yeah. We don't need to go in the heat. The heat. Guys, if you're down here with us in South Georgia. How are you surviving? <laughs> the gnats. The heat. I saw some mosquitoes yesterday that like nightmares are made of. I have never seen. And these were the biting ones. These were, I mean, The biting ones? The, the sucky ones. The sucky yeah, ones? These were ladies. They were enormous. Mutant. Yeah. In Damascus. So... Ooh, Damascus is so rough on mosquitoes, like disgusting. Yes. It's like the gnat and mosquito capital. Yeah, like, it's, it's sandy like, because the earth is sandy there. The gnats. I thought I was gonna die yesterday. It's like a swampland between the gnats and the giant mosquitoes and the heat that's suffocating, humid. It feels like it's two thousand degrees. Oh. <sighs> And everybody wonders why we're fat down here. It's because we literally can't get outside and do anything because Uh -uh. we'll die of a heat stroke in about five seconds. Well, you have like, I have like, and it's humid. Two hours every day. In the morning, first thing in the morning, and then in the afternoon. You get an hour in the morning, hour in the afternoon. I was about to say, me and McKay were out there from like, and 10 is really getting too late. Yeah. We were out there around 9.30 to about 11, 11.30. Mm -hmm. And we had to go inside. What about 9.30 to 11? My sister loves to hang out outside. It's like, excuse me, too, me I'm man. In a pool. <laughs> well, okay, or a sprinkler or something, but I'm not standing around talking sweating like this. Let's go inside the house in the air conditioner, which my dad which has is what window, I pay for. My dad has window units, and so it's not like central air like we have here at my house. Which it's is still it's, hot. It is. Because he has a small house, doesn't he? Yeah, it's an old little house. It's probably good for him, but when all of y'all are in there, oh, it's probably golly, not. Oh, golly, it's, it's hard. a lot of body the kids leaving the doors open. Oh, lovely. Thank you, children. Thank you, yeah, children. My, my kids, like, they're 
Oh, Chungus and Squiggles. They got to get it together. They need to. Loom's nine. My oldest is nine. And still can't close the door. <laughs> He's gotten better. He'll close it, but not all the way. And it's like the air is still going it's right out the door. Even the crack is getting smaller, but it's still going out. Yeah. Yeah. Children. The joys. But yeah, we're just getting started with summertime in the good old South. So if you're wondering what you should do this summer to pass your time, you can listen to um, Ill Natured, a true crime podcast. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. you're listening to it now. Wow. That's right. You can continue listening indoors or in your air-conditioned car. Even if it's not air-conditioned, as long as you're moving, you got the windows down, you'll be fine. And the more you listen, and the bigger you know. That's true, but I was going to say, the more you listen, the more Ooh. people start to listen. That's right. And the easier it is for us to put out more episodes for you. That's right. Like two, three. I don't want to get crazy here, but maybe four a week. Yeah, I just gotta, you know, mm-hmm. I'm this trying to be the lady of leisure as well, so. <laughs> yes, I would love for you to join me here. So. <laughs> I'm not lazy, I do lots of stuff. <laughs> Anywho, well, well, I have a really sick case for y'all next time. Couple. Oh. Serial killer couple. You know, those just really give me the willies. <laughs> yeah, understand. they love. Ooh. Yeah. We have our own little nit- niches. Yeah. We do. We've discovered. We yep. have. Mm-hmm. Mine's serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. And I like um, missing people's cases. Yep. Yep. And I've kind of focused on children, which is kind of rough. But I think I'm going to get into, like, no, I think my next one's a child, too. G- oh, oh, I don't know. I think I like to listen to it t- to try to avoid okay. what to do. And I really do. Right. Because, like... Take mental notes. Yeah. Because I've got to babies. avoid that at all costs. Yeah. So, I wonder if I'm just intrigued by it because... But it's all missing people in general. I know right. I've kind of focused on children. Well, times, it's not but. weird, Alyssa. Where this is a true crime podcast. Don't beat yourself up. I wasn't planning on it, but thank you. Uh, so, yeah. But the next case I have for y'all, okay, there's a Hulu documentary about it right now. I can't remember the actual name of it, but I actually had this case on the Rosta for a while now, and they happened to just come I was like, what did you say? Rosta. That was fancy. Rosta. That was fancy. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. So, I've come up with this case, and I'm very excited about it, uh-huh. and now there's a Hulu documentary that we all can watch along. I'll probably be using a lot of my information from them. I've been watching yeah. them on my lunch break. I'm not going to tell yeah. you what it is, but I just want to tell y'all, I'm really interested if, you, interested if you've seen the documentary. Just come and tune in anyway, see how I did. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be on a set of brothers. Um, and one of them was actually kidnapped while the other one turns out to be a serial killer, I believe. What? Yeah. How freaking nuts. Stop. Two separate true crime things happened wow. in one family. Okay. So, well, keep tuning in and you're going to hear about that craziness. Yeah. So, as always, mm-hmm. follow us on the Instagram. At Pod. The Facebook group is wanting you to join it. Yes, it is. Ill Nature Podcast. 
Um, you know, birds tweet and so do you. So follow us on Twitter at Ill Natured Pod. Um, and what else do we have? Ooh, TikTok on the clock at Ill Natured Pod. And the email. Yes. Don't give up. It's um, Ill Natured Pod at yahoo.com. Period. Send emails. And subscribe, like us, rate us, review us, tell Share your us. friends, mm-hmm. spread it like wildflower because. Please. That's what you do for your friends. That's right. And we love you all. And we're your friends. Yeah. And we're here for you. If you ever need anything, just... Until the very end. Until the very end. Email. Email us. You know? We're really pushing the email here. Email's dying. And I think it should. I don't want it to. I like emailing. It makes me feel like a businesswoman. Me too! And you put your signature in. Yeah. So profesh. Yeah. All right. Well, we do love you all. We thank you. Very much for this. Yes, and we will uh, catch you on the flip side. Peace.